0: the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com guest. Now let's get on with the show. All right, with us right now, the one and only, the real-life wizard of Oz. It's Steve Sims. Steve, you are the uh, both creative director, founder, um, CEO, and everything. You're found on the web at stevedsims.com. You're the author of the book, Blue Fishing. And Steve, so much more that I didn't really touch on. But you know what? There's a perfect uh, toss to you where you could certainly tell us a lot more about what you do
1: wow, what do I do? What do I do? What did I do? Um, So I was the founder. Let's start right at the beginning. I was a bricklayer leaving school at the age of 15 that ended up creating the world's first experiential concierge firm for billionaires. So if we're looking for an attention grab, I've got people married in the Vatican by the Pope, sent them down to the Titanic, uh, closed down a museum in Florence, set up a table of six at the feet of Michelangelo's David, and then for some dinnertime entertainment, I got Andrea Bocelli to come in and serenade them while they're eating their pasta. Um, Forbes called me the real-life Wizard of Oz because I would create wow experiences for the most wealthy in the planet, and it was all a fun. It was all a Trojan horse. You see, as a bricklayer and a doorman, I wanted to know how you had money, and I didn't. And let's be blunt, when you're 16, 15, 17 years old, everything climaxes with money. How do I get money? Why aren't I got loads of money? Why am I not a millionaire? Everything's money, 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 money. Okay. so when I was really young, I wanted to focus on the money. Then I started focusing on the wealth. Then I started focusing on the success. But as I started working with these people, just like you are, and we didn't have it back then, I would interview them. So I would end up working for like one of the richest people in Monaco, St. Petersburg, Korea, London, you know, Silicon Valley. And I would get him a, a piano lesson without John or a guitar lesson was easy top. And then I'd be like, Hey, Josh, did you enjoy yesterday? would be like, Steve, it was amazing. I'd be like, Oh, great. Hey, I wanted to ask you um, how come you're rich. And that's what I would do. Uh, <laughs> I was using the concierge firm as a Trojan horse to interview the most powerful people in the planet. And I've worked with uh, Elon Musk, uh, Sir Richard Branson, Elton John. I've worked with all of these people and I've asked them all the exact same questions. And so that's what I did. I released a book and that was out of curiosity. Okay. And then I released a book uh, four years ago called The Art of Making Things Happen. Um, This is a a shallow plug for the book. Um, And I didn't think it would take off. I wrote the book just so I could get it out on paper the way I thought, the way I did it, how I could connect with the Vatican, how I got out of my own way, how I marketed, how I branded, how I communicated while still being a very ugly thing in a black T-shirt and drinking too much whiskey and nine times out of 10, turning up on a motorcycle. So I was doing everything that a branding expert would say, you can't do that when you're dealing with a super affluent, but that's what I was doing. And I was the one that got all the, uh, the accolades and the client banks and their direct sell numbers. So I released the book, didn't think much of it. It went nuts. All over the planet, been translated into different languages, is, is hit the bestseller listing uh, in their native languages, Korea, Thai, Vietnamese, um, Poland, and it just got released in Russia. Um, and it's just gone stupid. It's very, very funny watching you know the, uh, the interaction from there. Most of it I can't understand because it's in Russian. Um, but that's where the book came out. And then I've started coaching, training, teaching, and just really getting up to anything that's going to creatively disrupt the way you do your business.
0: Yeah. You know, I want to talk about, of course, you know, strategy and, you know, what you're appealing to when you are building that proximity with, you know, kind of the rich and famous But I want to know, Steve, as a whiskey connoisseur, how do we tell if we have a good whiskey or not? Or are there any particular brands that that you're a fan of? So I actually, I met the whiskey wizard.
1: He's a a guy that's got the biggest community. He's got a YouTube channel. In fact, I'm interviewing him on my uh, Art of Making Things Happen podcast soon. And he is a a whiskey sommelier, okay? (laughs) And he says two things. The best whiskey is the one you're, drink, uh, you're drinking currently with your mates. And the best glass to drink whiskey in is the one you have clean. So <laughs> get rid of all the snobbery. You can have a bottle of Pappy or you can have a bottle of five buck out of BevMo. If you're having smiles and chuckles with the people around the fire pit, that's yep. the best whiskey in the planet.
0: I love it. Great answer. Great answer. Okay, so you're you you you're talking about something that I find very interesting in this. Um, it's exactly actually what, I do what what our company does is, and this is based on this premise, right? That, that proximity leads to familiarity, uh, and then familiarity, no, like and trust. And then, of course, you know, uh, as the Brits would say, Bob's your uncle and, you know, (laughs) and you're off to the races, right? Uh, as the Americans would say. Um, so. Talk about um, that first step, right? So how do you find yourself in a position where you can kind of invite your way into a conversation? Now, naturally, I would imagine you're leading with value for them, right? It's it's all about what's in it for them initially, or what are you appealing to, to get that, that first in? Let's play a game, Josh.
1: All right. So you're over here in Los Angeles and you text me and I go, hey, Josh, I'm having a barbecue party this Saturday night. Do you want to come? And you say yes.
0: What's your first question? Um, do, would, I, I guess I, I would go to logistics. I don't know. I you know, when's the date? <laughs> when's Perfect. the date? When's the time? When's the date? OK, so
1: it's Saturday and it's eight o'clock. What's your third question?
0: Um, what do I need to bring? What do I need? I I don't know. Probably more logistics. All right. I'll give you the benefit
1: of the doubt on that question. So the third question would be what you could bring. Okay. It took you three questions to see what's in it for me other than what's in it for you. So you, Oh, okay. Whenever you enter a whenever you enter a conversation, Bring something to the party first, then focus on the logistics. Now, here's the daft thing, Josh. I want you, when you get off of this call, to ask your partner that same example. Okay? Nine times out of 10, our partners are really good. That'd be the ones that go, all right, I'll play the game. Uh, What should I bring? You know? The bottom line of it is any conversation you get into. I don't care if it's with your local PTA. I don't care if it's someone someone you bumped into in the car park. I don't care if it's someone that you're trying to do an affiliate deal with, a podcast with, whatever. Do a little bit of research. And that's you've got this thing called Google. Do a little bit of research and turn up and go, hey, let me pick on you for a second. If you didn't know me whatsoever, okay, and I wanted to get in your sandpit, and I would reach out to you, and I'd go, hey, Josh this is exactly what I do, by the way. Hey, Josh, you don't know me. My name's Steve Sims. Now I'm going to pause there because you have no idea how important that is. Now, Josh, have you ever had people walk up to you in the street that you don't know that have gone, hey, Josh, how are you doing?
0: No, if they knew my name and we were just on the street, I'd you know, I, number one, I may be concerned, uh, but number two, like, uh, you know, maybe they saw me somewhere or wherever, but yeah, it nice. would definitely catch me off guard.
1: And it would start making you a little bit concerned. You know, who do I, you know, do I know you? Are you a friend of a friend? Have I bumped into you? Have I interviewed you? Your head is now racing rather than concentrating mm. on the conversation and the person in front of you. How do I know this person? <laughs> yeah, you're now in a negative position. Okay. And it's causing you to go, uh, that's not good. So by me saying, Hey, Josh, how are you doing? My name's Steve Sims. You don't know me. You're now relaxed because you haven't got to think about it anymore. Because I just declared, You don't know me. You don't know me. That's the first thing. Second thing is, I've been watching your show. It is absolutely fantastic. But you know something, Josh? I found two ways that you could actually increase your reach and increase your exposure. Would those be a benefit to chat with? Tell me more. I'm in the conversation. Okay. Yeah. So the bottom line of it is anyone you want to talk to show up with value, mm-hmm. allow them to invite you into the conversation, expose what you've got. Well, I noticed you could be in this marketplace. I've actually got a connection. Oh, you want to interview so-and-so? I know the guy. Should I? Would you like me to introduce you? I'm building up this, this credibility. I'm building up the equity in this relationship so that when I go, oh, by the way, you've got a great show. Could I be on your show? You're just going to go, when could you? You know, mm-hmm. it's so I'm built. So whenever you meet anybody, whenever I've met anybody, whenever I've worked with anybody, it's never been by accident. And even if I've met them and bumped into them through someone introduced and I'm not prepared. I've gone, oh, this is it's great to me. Do you know I was thinking about something uh, regarding you? Can I come back to you in a couple of days? I've got something at home I'd like to send you. And I'll mm-hmm. just find any reason I can I like, step out of that conversation so I can get back in with a first impression. And then I'll wow. go home and go, what can I send a person? What right, can I do? right, yes. <laughs> you know, And that sort of thing. But the bottom line of it is I have always, always, always turned up with what can I bring to the party? Yes. And then gone into how it benefits me.
0: Hmm. So, I mean, a lot of this is pretty basic stuff that I think you know. If we pause to think about it, how do we like to be treated? And if someone wants, to, and this is really interesting, right? Because I I see so many gurus dispensing bad advice about you know just kind of going for the jugular and getting transactional too soon in the relationship, and it's just, it just feels so wildly inappropriate, and it's a non-starter. So, you know, I, I can think of like, you know, now being a guest on like 300 some podcasts, some of the biggest ones that I've been on, um, they were because I built a relationship authentically organically with, with them, or I led with some sort of value, right? for Back when I was doing PR and media, I would say, hey, listen, um, I noticed you don't have a press kit. Listen, happy to help with that, you know, and, and just... You know, just put that out there. Um, So I think everybody listening to us, you have a superpower. Like there's something that you do better than 99% of the population. And I think, Steve, you know, when we identify what that is, man, that's our gift. And, you know, and I think it's so easy for some of us to assume that everybody knows What are the elements of a perfect press kit or, you know, how to, you know, fill up your sales funnel with uh, introductions? They don't. They don't. We see the daft thing is there's a
1: lot of people listening to this podcast now. And the first thing they're going to do is focus on the negativity. They're going to go, oh, what could I bring? Quite often, the person that's got nothing to do with the other person's industry has the best viewpoint. Okay. And everyone can do with another introduction. Everyone can do with another set of eyeballs on something. You know, it could be the easiest thing on the planet. So you need to understand this. This is where we get back to branding. We're all in business. So we all want to brand ourselves. We want to amplify our message and our tone. And we want to distribute in different methods of marketing. Okay. We all want to do that. But what you've got to do the day one is ignore you. Now, I mentioned to you earlier that, you know, and for anyone that's not blessed enough to be watching this, I'm 245 pound of ugly biker, all right? It's as simple (laughs) as that. If you don't know me and I'm walking down the street and you're coming the other side and it's 11 o'clock at night, you may start getting a bit nervous, all right? I'm a lovely person, so just be polite. But the point is, I never focused on me. I never focused on a glorious website. In fact, if you look at the stevedsims.com website, big ugly fella, bang, straight up the front. I'm not trying to focus on me. I'm trying to focus on the benefit to you. If you Mm. focus on the other person, your website, your brand, your message, all of that is completely irrelevant because you are now a solution. And the second you become a solution to somebody else's problem, your bad emails, your bad grammar, your funny haircut is no longer relevant. And too many people go, right, I'm in business now. I need a really beautiful website. No, you don't. You need a website that emulates you and amplifies right. you and amplifies mm. what the solution you are. You know, we got an entire mm. business. We've got Sims.media, shallow plug. Our entire business is to remove the confusion that 99% of business owners populate on their own digital space. It's ridiculous how you try to be somebody you're not. So mm. tip for you all out there. If your best mate saw your website, if your uh, best mate's friend saw your social pages, would they have a clear understanding of who
0: you are? Or would they be seeing the image that you are trying to project? Two different things. Yeah, Um, that's a pretty bold proposition. And I think a lot of people are shy of you know, putting themselves out there. So one thing, I, I mean, for those listening to our conversation, watching our conversation, go to Steve's website, steve stevedsims.com. And you can see exactly what Steve, what you're talking about. Um, I feel like when I'm on your website, I feel like I'm building a relationship with you. I feel like, okay, I I, I, I now some of your stuff's a little intimidating. Can, I, you know, I, you know, when I'm looking at your branding and imaging, I mean, you're, you know, you're, you're, you you know, you hold in the whiskey, you know, sometimes you're, you know, a little bit of a, but that's, that's absolutely on brand for you. So you know what you're going to get, as opposed to just generic, you know, (laughs) you know, just the generic stuff put, I love how you lead with so much character in your brand. And that brand is absolutely a filter for who you want to work with and who you don't want to work with. Well, the worst people in the planet, and this this
1: podcast is, is a proof of this. There are people, I guarantee you, Josh, that love this conversation. They may love the accent, they may love the tonality, they may love the messaging. And that's sticking around and good on you, peeps. And I guarantee you that within the first 30 to one uh, seconds to one minute, there are people that have gone, I don't like this guy, I'm yeah. gone. Now, both of those things. Are beautiful. Both I want to repel the wrong kind of people and attract the right kind of people. But what you don't want in business is the fences. Yeah. You don't want someone sitting there going, This guy, I'm not sure what he's actually saying. I'm not sure if wow. I can let those are the worst people in the planet. You've got to kick the crap out of that fence, kick him in or kick him off. But you wow. do that by standing up. Now, Josh. We had never met before this interview. Okay. But when I turned up on this interview, was I any different to what had already been propositioned in your mind from what you had seen
0: anywhere else, websites, social, anywhere else? Was you a little different? nice, you're a little nicer. You know, I I was, I I was, I was uh, bracing for, I I don't know. I thought maybe you might've been a little rougher around the edges or tougher. And, you know, you're, you're (laughs) well-spoken. You know, you're actually very cordial too, which I wasn't, I wasn't a hundred percent sure on that. Oh, but wow. I I wasn't expecting that. So it was a nice surprise.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, totally. It wasn't a surprise that, well, hang on a minute. He's, he's not as big and scary and he's, he's not, um, let's let's pick on the worst industry in the world, real estate agents. And if any of you out there <laughs> sure. are realtors, I'm going to pick on you. How many times do you see like a, a bench at a bus stop and there's a girl on it that's got this slightly frosted from when they did a photo shoot in the 1980s when they were thinking <laughs> of going into either real estate or soft porn, yeah. and they are still using that picture now. Yeah, you know oh, you're the right. one. that's still use it. I had a girl that sold, I'm just outside of Malibu, and I had a girl that sold me this house, and she sent out a flyer, and on this flyer, she looked kind of like, you know, Farrah Fawcett Majors, Charlie Angels, that kind of a look. She turned up, and she was like 78. And, hey, I got nothing against people being 78, but it wasn't who I was expecting. So when someone turns up that's not what you're expecting, your first reaction is, who's this? Now, Mm. that's not good or bad, but you've just installed confusion into me. No confused client is ever going to give you that checkbook. If you're short, tall, fat, slim, green, pink, blue, whatever, be
0: you and show up as you. Never start a conversation with confusion. Steve, unfortunately, this is a very short podcast and that sometimes puts me at a major disadvantage uh, when there's so much more that I want to ask you, but I I do want to know how people work with you uh, and and at what level can they work with you and and what does that engagement look like? So we have a whole range of ingredients depending on what you're trying to cook.
1: So if you've got a problem and you're just trying to get some ideas, strategies, we do a strategy call. Uh, We actually have that on stevedsims.com where it's not a consultation. I'm not trying to sell you my services. We're literally going to bury in and we're going to come up with solutions that you can interact with and you can implement. If you want me actually coaching you, I do have a coaching program again. Everything's on stevedsims.com. But if you're looking for a rebrand, retonality, marketing, social, all of that, Sims.media will
0: answer all of your questions and you can pick and choose what you like. Wow. Wow. That would be very cool. All right. And all of those links that you just shared um, are, are those are all at the top of SteveDsims.com. And Steve, for someone who's like, well, I, I don't, I just want to spend more time with Steve. Content, etc. <laughs> where would you Where would you send those people? Where's your best content? So I've got a few places.
1: I've got a free Facebook group called an Entrepreneurs Advantage with Steve Sims. That's probably the most I saturate. But I've also got Instagram, Facebook. I would say my my two biggest are probably the Entrepreneurs Advantage with Steve Sims Facebook page or the the Instagram.
0: Yeah. I dig it. Steve Sims, Steve D. Sims, thank you so much for joining us again. Your website, stevedsims.com. Thanks, Steve. Steve, how about? Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over a hundred and twenty thousand that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com/guest.